Hello, you're listening to the Peas in a Podcast. I'm Colin. I am Simon. We're Peas, we're in a podcast. Um, it's been a year, Simon. A year since we last uh, recorded. It only feels like a few weeks. Mm, is that because you sat on the recording for a year without editing it? Yes! I mean, who knows when this will go out. So. Well, it's my turn now, and I imagine I'll do it slightly quicker than that. In my defence, I just kept forgetting. <laughs> so. Yeah, no, solid. I mean, that's the Boris Johnson defence, I think. So well, that's that's, that might not be topical this. by the time this goes down. And you want to say it's barely topical by the time we say it, because so much has happened. To, today is the day when uh, most people resigned. It's also the second of the of two days of the Freedom of Religion or Belief Ministerial that I think is probably now rather overshadowed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I knew quite a lot about that at work. <laughs> how many times have you resigned, Some Only twice. Hmm. So, and I'm 36 yes. years old. 36 years old. So it's not that often in 36 years I of guess that's about, full-time about work. Every, it's about once every 18 years, yeah. Have you been Perhaps, working full-time yeah. since you were born? Is that <laughs> yes. Haven't we all? No. I know, that's a good point. So I, I resigned from OUP and I resigned from OPM. And you've never been uh, never been fired? I haven't been fired. Made redundant. Cast not, aside. Uh, like uh, redundant. People clamouring for me. Clamouring. Oh, okay. <laughs> They're like, clamour, clamour. Mm, I've only resigned the once. So you've done it twice as often. constantly been made redundant. Uh, I've never been made redundant. Um, I was once... You, yes, what? <laughs> I mean... Uh, technically, so I was I was technically put at risk of redundancy, and had I not agreed to stay, I would have been made redundant. But I was never actually, you know, paid any redundancy or anything. So I don't think you're counting that as a, as a as a thing when you did a different job. Yeah, you're I, either I quit. Mo- you're either quitting or you're made redundant when you change your job. No, I mean I, I move roles within the company. That's not. That's not either quitting or being made redundant. Fine, let you have it. This is really boring stuff. Let's move on. Okay, no what, what have you got? Well, I just I thought we could do a little bit of a foodie special. Fooey. Foodie. All oh, right. We um, didn't have to. But I yeah, wrote down so, two things. Do, food. Fine, we can do a foodie special. But um, every time I don't like something you say, I'm going to say fooey. <laughs> I, I mean, sure. By the end, everyone will be doing it. So there'll be a, it'll be a kind of call of response. The call will be you saying nonsense. And the response <laughs> will be all our listeners shouting fooey. How are you spelling fooey? P-H-O-O-E-Y. That's how I thought you might be spelling it. I was trying to bring back few, as in the B-note used to use it, like, few, what a nerd, as I was texting to you the other day. Yes, about me. Yes. <laughs> about you, yes. yes. About you. About you I did wonder. I mean, it, it, it didn't feel... Yes, um, well, well let's, yeah, so I bought Dad a Father's Day present and card. Um, I had thought, <laughs> Simon's out of the country in the lead-up to Father's Day. I better alert him before he goes that he needs to sort this all out if stuff's going to arrive on time. He said, <laughs> he said, I've got loads of time. <laughs> <laughs> Look, um, I sent out a lovely present, which is also food, so it fits in with our foodie theme. Foodie like theme. Present. <laughs> uh, but you didn't send him a card, <laughs> and then called me a nerd. <laughs> yes, I was like, "Phew, what a nerd!" <laughs> I mean, there are many hallmarks of being a nerd. Phew, <laughs> wearing we're, wearing glasses. Yes, I do that. Yes. Being good at maths. I do that. You're okay at man. Social social awkwardness. Sure, I've got it nailed. Yeah. But sending your father a Father's Day card for Father's Day. <laughs> is that a symbol of nerd nerddom? Nerdness? Phew, what nerdery. Nerdery, <laughs> thank you. Mm. Um, you missed out collects lots of useless plastic objects. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> that, I mean... It's quite yes. nerdy, isn't it? It's quite, I mean, I say it's more geeky than nerdy, but being... But, 
distinguishing between nerds and geeks is both nerdy and geeky so well that's true yeah, yeah no i think i think sending that a father's day card was quite nerdy and i think he actually respected me not doing it i don't think he respects you <laughs> <laughs> i did buy them a nice postcard from my trip but i've not sent it yet because i don't have any stamps right <laughs> i i um i got given a postcard at work um uh, about the the last year of of work and uh i thought i might send that to someone i thought no no one would ever <laughs> no, no one would ever want that is that in lieu of like a bonus uh well i mean they didn't give us a bonus so i guess yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, got, got, got some nice cupcakes though and let me tell you something i took two of them and i hear rumors though in every day this week and i'm in the office thursday and friday so it's going to be cupcake city this week thank you for bringing it back to the foodie theme and were they homemade or shop-bought Oh, they were very, very shot board. Oh, yeah, they, you they may recall from our last episode how angry bad, I got about that. that. Yeah, no, they <laughs> were great. <laughs> but they had um, like this kind of rice paper Aberdeen symbol on the top. Which... Aberdeen. Um, yeah, someone had cup, cupcakes in the office today, but they were shot board. So I just threw them straight in the bin. I didn't. But, I, didn't I mean, shop, they can be fantastic. I mean, like a, like a Ben's cookies or something. Delicious. Mm. Well, that's not a shop. That's a cafe. I mean, it's, it's not a cafe. You it's can't. A ba- it's a bakery. It's a bakery. That's different. That's, a, that's kind of shop. <laughs> well, everything's a kind Fooey, of shop. Everyone. <laughs> I think people will be on my side for this. It's, it's what, a, a bakery, bakery isn't a shop. <laughs> no, that bakery bakery cakes aren't the same as shop bought cakes. I, so if <laughs> you I know that's true. What are you talking about? <laughs> so, so Sainsbury's has an in-house bakery, but they are they bakery or are they shop bought? Um, I'd say bakery. Okay, so I'm pretty sure all cakes are therefore from a bakery. <laughs> mm, not well, you wouldn't buy like a sheet cake. I mean, if you watch sheet cake, it would be shop bought. <laughs> what's, what's a sheet cake? What are you talking about? <laughs> you know, one of those flat cakes. Okay, you know, like the, the no, rectangle but, ones. Okay, with like, with I can say, picture like, that. Happy sure. retirement, Annie. Or something. And you're saying that is a bakery? No, that's shop bought. That's shop bought. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you just know when you see it. I really, I, I really don't. <laughs> so these cupcakes were shop bought. Yeah. But not bakery. No, they were like in ones you get like a plastic tray from Sainsbury's, not ones you get from like a bakery. Okay. Fine. Well, these, okay. I, I, mean, I think I'm more or less with you. I, I, I question some of the definitions. I think, I think what I'm saying is like if it's baked on the premises, then it's a bakery. Okay. If it's okay. not, then it's okay. a shop. Okay, I'll buy that. I'll go with that. Okay. Anyway, these cupcakes are bad. Um, but the icing <laughs> uh, was full of sugar, and I had two of them. And then I later had a treacle tart, and it was delicious. Oh, I love treacle tart. I love treacle tarts or something. But have you ever had treacle tart with sour cream? I don't know. I want. I want it now. It was treacle tart with sour cream and raspberry compote, and also it said balsamic, which confused all of us. And it seemed maybe they were lying. Balsamic, but... like vinegar. Was did it taste like balsamic vinegar? No, it did not. It said uh, treacle tarts with balsamic raspberry compote and. And sour cream is like, is it balsamic in the raspberry compote? Maybe. Well, people do serve raspberries with balsamic vinegar sometimes. I guess maybe that's what's going on. Anyway, it's delicious. When was the last time you had Angel Delight? Uh, twenty years ago. Yeah, that's what I was saying twenty years ago. But we had it in the office the other day. Okay, then you were lying. You had it recently. When I said it before that. So. <laughs> right. Okay. Carry on. <laughs> Dinosaur flavour and unicorn flavour. Oh, goodness me. Didn't get those flavours in our youth. <laughs> it's because they're not flavours. No, the dinosaur one was chocolate and the unicorn one was a strawberry. No, I saw a picture of these, because you sent me a picture of these, and they seemed mm-hmm. um, exuberant colours. Mm, well, the dinosaur one had... So it was layered. Picked the scene. There's layers. So the modern scene. Not scene. Layer. Am I having a stroke? 
Uh, so it's <laughs> chocolate, then something green, which to- didn't taste of anything, and then like a white vanilla topping. And then and this is dinosaur the dinosaur bits. one, is it? That's dinosaur bits. Okay. Which they didn't brand as for boys, but I think that's what they were going for. But didn't brand it that way. Well done, Angel Light. And the unicorn one, the bottom layer was a very vibrant pink raspberry, and then a slightly lighter pink, again, fairly flavorless, and then the white, same white topping. But this one had weirdly just like hundreds and thousands. Those aren't unicorns, unless they're all yeah, like little I mean, unicorn spring, horns. Sparkles and stuff is very unicorn, isn't it? Well, I guess, but yeah. it all went. I was quite surprised because it was on a Thursday and not many people in the office on a Thursday and it looked disgusting. <laughs> but apparently mm. those ravens will eat anything. Ravens? Yeah. What? That's how I describe people who eat a lot of things. Oh, because they're ravenous. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Fine. That's so raven, you might say. I might. Um, so this is what you want to talk about today, was it? Uh, that was on my list. Yes. Was, Angel's Light was one of the big ones. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. Cool. I also want to talk about your fridge. Oh, fine. Okay. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Don't want to get personal. Um, well, let's set the scene. Can, let's set the scene. I, I have a um, I have a small kitchen zone. I have a small... It's probably about the same. About the same. It's thin and long. Um, just and like you. Just like me. Uh, and Well, actually, not so much after all the cupcakes and treacle tart. But... Yeah, uh, yeah, and I shaved my head again today, so I'm slightly less long than I was. Mm-hmm. Uh, I occasionally see things. I saw things saying into this to get a free kitchen island for your kitchen. I was like, I wouldn't be able to get from one side of my kitchen to the other oh, if I did that. Really but in the corner, I have a fridge. I bought that fridge on the day I moved in. Mum, and there mum is, helped yeah. me take it off a piece of cardboard. It's, it's very difficult to get a fridge off a cardboard base with two people. Yeah. <laughs> took well, us ages. managing that. Yeah, we nailed it. Had a wine rack in it. I took that out. <laughs> Do you have a wine yeah. rack in your fridge? I don't have a wine rack in my fridge, although I'm very into non-alcoholic wine at the moment. Oh, yeah. Um, which, there's not a lot of range. You get the supermarket I look in, there's red, white, and rosé, and that's it, basically. A lot of right. non-alcoholic beers, but only three non-alcoholic wines. Mm. And let me tell you, I love it, because I really miss, and you'll feel the same way, I'm sure, Colin. Right. A, a warm summer's evening, nothing's nicer than a glass of rosé or maybe white wine. And, um, and I, I can, so I, I, can I don't. I don't drink, uh, but I I've never drunk in great quantities. And, and um, no, on, on a warm summer's evening, a nice ice cream, Simon, is uh, is 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 what you want. Not as nice a glass of rosé. Mm. Phone in. Uh, yeah. Do you prefer ice cream or wine? Rosé or glacé? Mm. <laughs> it's glass, isn't it? Anyway, the reason I want to talk about your fridge is because I was popping my things in from the supermarket the other day. And thinking, you know, this is a full fridge. I've got lots of jars in, of things, in your own fridge. Is in my own fridge, yes. Sure. yes. And I think every time I've seen yours, it's like a serial killer's snow cabin. Okay, do you want to unpack that? <laughs> no, I think I've said enough. Now, is it, I mean, it, are you suggesting that the serial you, killers? I mean, okay, let's 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 let's, let's go over it yeah. by a bit. What is a snow cabin? <laughs> like a cabin in, in a, on a snowy mountain. Okay. Okay. Like a ski, like a ski cabin, a ski lodge type thing. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. Okay. Some of you might only go very occasionally. Right. Okay. And um, and what marks out a serial killer's one is that it doesn't have much in it. Is that? Yes. <laughs> so I'm going with. That's the that's the main difference to a serial killer. I mean, the, I mean, it's got meat in it. I suppose. It's like I'll, someone's I'll trying to make yeah. some sort of pretense that they're a normal person and like, oh yeah, I guess people who don't kill people have fridges. Have, so have, have ski lodges. <laughs> the ski lodge is also, it's like a ski lodge in summer. You go there and think, oh, they've left a couple of items here from my last killing spree. Right. <laughs> don't, don't look at it too closely. No, I mean, I feel like it's... <laughs> 
I feel like it's fallen apart. <laughs> what, I, what I'm saying is when I open your fridge door, there's like one bread roll, one pork pie, and a, a half a jar of expired jam. And it's like, how are you living like this? Uh, so the content, the content of my fridge at the moment uh, is that is that self same half a jar of expired jam that um, alongside I think you've forgotten my half a jar of expired uh, cranberry sauce. Sorry, yeah. Those two things have been in my fridge for a long time. I never eat either of them. Uh, <laughs> they're probably there from the, a Christmas. Definitely not the most recent Christmas. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> Might be twenty nineteen. Could be twenty nineteen. Um, it's either twenty nineteen or twenty twenty. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, there's also some some bread, some cheese, some margarine, some chicken, uh, some carrots, and some onions. That's what I currently have in my fridge. And that's so little. Uh, I feel that's enough. I mean, I've, in lockdown, I was going on a big old shop. I was like doing maybe one big shop every three weeks. And yeah. my fridge was filled to bursting in such cases. But generally, it's got some veg in there. It's got some bread. It's got some cheese and margarine. What else do you want? Because I just have like a whole whole back of my fridge is covered with the jars of things you need a lot. So you've got your jams, you've got your artichokes, you've got your tahini, you've got your sun-dried tomatoes, you've got your olives, you've got your other jams. I've got a lot of jams. You've got some cranberry sauce. Do you eat, do you eat a lot I've of jam? My... Is this a new thing? I don't remember you eating a lot of jam. Would you well, say that your eat... fridge is uh, jam-packed? <laughs> so weird. I would say that. Very nice. Um, I, I like jam occasionally, but you know, it's mostly when I'm making a Victoria sandwich. You have to put jam in the middle. Yeah. Right, okay. I mix bunch of a lot. Yeah, fair that. enough. Mm. I, and I got, oh, I have some, and, oh, sorry. I, sorry. I'm very yes? sorry. I, sorry have eggs, I have eggs. Are you issuing an apology? Yeah. You I keep your eggs e- in a fridge. You shouldn't keep I, eggs in a fridge, Colin. Yeah, you should. Not if you're making a cake. I'm not making a cake. I'm never using eggs to make cake. They have to be at room temperature, I'm whatever not, the not temperature make... of the room is. Even if it's a sauna. Right. I'm... um. I use eggs for, well, mostly for egg fried rice, probably. But uh, I like to boil an egg, and I like to uh, scramble an egg. Well, if you're boiling, you're scrambling an egg, Colin. Yeah. Putting it in a fridge just means it's taking longer, because you're starting off cold. Why they would last you start longer, off so things, things when you refrigerate them last longer. Not true. Well, controversial. What about bread? Huh? Last, like lasts much longer in the fridge. It doesn't. Okay. It does. Yeah, no. absolutely does. No, I, I read this thing once saying that it doesn't, but I, I know that it does because when I keep bread in the fridge, it lasts longer. Maybe it's true if you buy really cheap bad bread. Do you buy cheap bad bread? Mostly. Actually, having said that, and I, I was thinking of bringing this up, Simon, so it's going to make our foodie episode even more oh my gosh. scintillating than it's otherwise been. I've recently become obsessed uh, with tiger bread, uh, uh, sometimes known as giraffe bread. What do you mean recently? <laughs> I mean, I always knew it was great, but I'm buying yeah. so much for it of late. So okay. much for it. Because <laughs> I was going to say, you, I'm sure you've been eating that for the best part of 25 years. <laughs> I mean, off and on. Off and on. But now it's, would you say it's debilitating? I'd say it's debilitating. Um, and I'd say that uh, part of the reason is co-ops is so much better than Sainsbury's. And previously I bought Sainsbury's, which is mm. okay. But co-ops is phenomenal. Okay. It's not sponsored. Tiger bread. Is there Marmite involved? Well, that's what, see. I believed. I, I that's what I think. But looking back, that could just be something Mum said. Mm, hi, Mum. Hey, Mum. Sometimes Mum says things, and sometimes what Mum says is true, and sometimes it's just you know something she's misremembered from Woman Tower. Fooey, I say. Sound fooey. <laughs> oh, are you going to pretend now that you think Mum never says? I things think Mum is an oracle of uh, <laughs> of truth. I would never uh, question. I would never question any statement she makes. <laughs> and I always understand her jokes. <laughs> we love you, Mum. So maybe I mean, for Dad likes tiger bread and he hates Marmite. Riddle me that. 
This seems like the kind of thing we could find out quite easily. No. Um, what else is on my list? I got a middle list. I mean, did we, did we want to talk more about the hmm? fridge thing? I've got more to say. No, but I mean, I assume that you had because you brought it. Oh, that was it, was it? That was it. That the fridge is poorly stocked is what I wanted to bring up. Okay. Uh, I'm I'm happy with the situation. I, d- like I mean, I don't like olives. I don't know what. I don't, there's no going. Um, <laughs> I, I'm happy with olives. Sorry, I don't like olives. I don't know what tahini is. Um, yes, you I don't, do. I don't want jam. Get a jam. I think actually maybe I should buy more jam. Have you ever had a jam and peanut butter sandwich? Oh, disgusting. Um, no. I had to, I've tried it a couple of times. Um, it's weird in the PB and J. I was expecting it to be ho- horrendous. Yeah, it sure. just seems to to dampen the taste of both, so you can't really taste either of them much. I mean, it's, I mean that sounds great for peanut butter because if the less you can taste peanut butter, the better. It's a weird thing. I mean, it's bad, obviously, sure, but it's no, yeah. it's just yeah, it's worse than a peanut butter sandwich or a jam sandwich, but but not by kind of a throwing too much flavour at you, but somehow removing the flavour. I mean this. Now I think about it, I did have it during COVID, so maybe I just uh, lost my taste. But, uh, <laughs> apparently, uh, you paint rice paste onto the surface of bread for baking to make tiger bread, but I'll be honest, has raised more questions than it's answered. <laughs> rice paste. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the name everything is in the Netherlands, where it's known as Tigerbrood. Okay, does, does that mean tiger bread? It means tiger tiger bread, yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, okay. okay. Now, uh, the US supermarket chain Wegmans sells it as and this again has raised more questions marco polo bread <laughs> i learned the other day in fact, yesterday that someone said oh it's a kind of marco polo thing and i said what on sweet earth are you talking about sure apparently it's it's like a game that children play marco polo marco. do you know about this polo. i mean everyone knows about this you, oh, you must very have, you, rude. You must have come across this. Where would I have come across this? You're the such United an idiot. States of America. <laughs> the United down on, States of America. I'm doubling down on rudeness. <laughs> you <beat> dummy. Um, <laughs> well, hopefully everyone does know what it is, because I don't think you saying that has explained it to anyone who doesn't know what it is. Yes, it's a hide-and-seek, but one person says Marco and the person who's hiding says Polo. How have you never come across this? Well, where would I have come across this? Television. Ohio. Film. Discussion. Cincinnati, Ohio. <laughs> Yes, for one. One example would be Cincinnati, Ohio. I'm pretty sure it's in Friends. I've already disregarded it. In the I thought... San Francisco Bay Area, Tiger Bread is called Dutch Crunch. I mean, I don't know what to say to that. Now, so in my time in the uh, the San Francisco Bay Area, we didn't discuss Tiger Bread at all. Didn't is, come that up. End, is that the end of that story? End of that story. You I've mentioned... been to the San Francisco Bay Area. <laughs> you mentioned paste there, Colin. Uh, I did. I did mention uh, paste. Yes, which is Any... also on my list of <laughs> things to talk about. Good lord! All right, okay. <laughs> I think. Um, I mean, you're you're besmirching some of my stuff, but I think the fact that Tiger Bread is called Dutch Crunch in the San Francisco Bay Area is our peak uh, peak fact <laughs> so far. That is quite good. I'll give you that. I mean, it's not very crunchy. It's no, it's no crunchier than normal bread. It is crunchier than normal bread. This is, <laughs> say, it's this is because not. you've been getting your uh, tiger bread from Sainsbury's, son. I, did, well, I don't think I bought tiger bread for quite a long time. Get it from Co-op. It's crunchier than normal bread, I'm telling you. Where am I supposed to go to Co-op? The, near, the Co-op that's really near me? Yes, that one. <laughs> yeah, good. I do get their, their tiger bread baguettes sometimes. Mm, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. No, it's good. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> but I, t- I tend to buy my bread at a local bakery. 
I should have made bakery. that point actually. I should have made that point. Um, oh, that yes. the, the baguettes are so much better than the sliced bread or the uh, no. or the regular loaf. Well, that was a, yeah, it was very remiss of you actually. Mm, it was remiss of me because the the bread rolls are also pretty good. But yeah, it's all about them baguettes. You bread rolling your are there. Mm. I was. Yeah, very good. Um, well, I wonder if I could pop down to, to co-op tonight. <laughs> During this recording. <laughs> Maybe I could record live from co-op. Maybe. I won't be there, but don't let that send me away. Okay. Maybe I won't. Uh, so you want to talk about pace? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. Thank you. Well, do you remember when I used to be really into pace? And you <laughs> I do remember it? how much you love pace. I remember my amusing rhymes on the topic. Well, that's what I was going to bring up, because we had very similar rhymes. We just changed the words in between, so I believe mine was along the lines of... Yes. Paste has a great taste. It's not a waste. And I believe yours, maybe you'd like to fill in what yours was. Well, I think mine was paste. Uh, it's a waste. It's got a bad taste. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't recall ever saying, um, I mean, it'd be difficult uh, to, to work around to it, but you shouldn't get it in a haste, I guess, would be the other place yeah, to go with that. You'd be very unchaste if you had it. Well, I, I, yeah, I mean, I never, I never, I don't think I was ever arguing that it was unvirtuous to eat. <laughs> okay. It's just um, a, it tasted, but I mean, it was just right, so it was just liquidized meat <laughs> <laughs> or fish. Um, no food by it is graced. So <laughs> That's nice. Yeah, is it? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I liked it. It, sh- it could it could never be replaced. Mm, it should it should be replaced? <laughs> <laughs> Looking back, I mean, now, I mean, now obviously, I don't eat meat or fish. I'm, n- I'm not sure that the liquidized shrimp was ever the, 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 the peak. I mean, I've never even seen it. It's like it's basically baby food. It is those... literally baby food. I mean, but it was no sold difference. for it was sold for adults, wasn't it? I mean, it's a, I guess it's pate. Oh, I suppose very generously, yes. Hmm. I've not. I mean, I, d- I guess I don't haunt the uh, sweet meat aisle anymore. But, no, um... I mean, I, I don't recall ever having seen it in shops. Did it exist? <laughs> Did Mum just? Give us baby food and tell us it was. I mean, you say not it, was, it was just, <laughs> it was just baby. <laughs> meat face. <laughs> no, 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 it exists. Okay, it's high in uh, protein and high in omega three. If you get the fish one, it feels quite cereal. Potted well, beef actually. finished with a kick of mustard. Oh, that sounds quite. I mean, I love mustard. Get it from uh, Marks and Spencer. Well, I'm vegetarian. <laughs> Is there a bit? <laughs> have they covered the the? the Sort of meat-free version. Can you get meat-free paste with mustard? I mean, rice paste, I guess, would do it. That's true. <laughs> uh, that doesn't seem... I mean, the pesto is what they're suggesting. I love pesto. I pesto for dinner this evening. Not with mustard, though, Colin, for heaven's sake. Uh, but no. Uh, there is Other than a vegetarian pate, which like, I still think is probably the same thing. So I've got a, a segment now, Colin. <laughs> Sun-dried tomato paste. Does that count? That sounds nice, actually. I guess... Um, what's, the, what's the... A tapenade, maybe? What? Like an olive tapenade. Uh, only uh, on, on my other podcast, C- C to Z of Movies, um, which I recorded at the weekend, um, I was r- bringing up Greek food because we were talking about Greek stuff. I forget why. Too, too many tomatoes. Spanakopita sign was what I came up with. I love Spanakopita. I love it. Mm. Okay. Souvlaki it's, was the other one, but I was fairly sure it was Greek, but not entirely. It definitely is, yeah. Moussaka. Hmm. Oh. Um, tzatziki. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I guess kebab, tomatoes. <laughs> I yes. Yeah. Um, olives. 
probably. Oh my gosh, Kalamata olives. You know I love them. I didn't you know, know that. that. <laughs> I didn't know what that was. You're aware that I love them. Um, I've got a non-foodie segment. Okay, let's hit, uh, hit me, Zan. Hit me with your non-foodie segment. Hit so me you know with a few times. You know a few times you've done your, like, do you know football terms? Oh yeah, thing. I've done that. Yeah, yeah, good times. Yeah. Um, well, I've got a few. Last, l- l- our last episode, I think I boldly <laughs> proclaimed, was our um, Euro 2020 special. <laughs> Luckily, no one knows when that is, so it's fine. Really, not 2020. Yeah, I think most of our listeners neither know nor care when that so was. You seem to be upset by uh, me uh, interrupting you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know why you keep doing it. I've got this wonderful segment I planned. Okay, um, <laughs> so it's um, you're leading off. I'm, what I'm assuming is going to happen, Simon. What I'm assuming is going to happen mm-hmm. is that you're going to give mm-hmm. me topics within maybe fashion to see if I if I know them. Reality dating shows. Reality dating shows. Like, now, on my Twitter, recommended topics always brings up three topics there's always the same three topics um one of them is wolverhampton wanderers the team i support this makes Great. sense one of them is football also makes sense sure the third one is love island every, <laughs> every time it comes up i say not interested and it still tells me it still tells me stuff about love island i just say the three that i always get colin um yes. can i guess them Sam? can i guess them? oh yeah please do is, is one of them neighbors weirdly no is one of them books Oh, that does come up, but it's not the top three. Okay. Um, uh, it's, oh, my window's open. You're going to get some loud airplanes. Um, is one of them vegetarianism? <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> Cats? Two of, the, two of them are quite vague. Funny tweets. Okay, I do get that sometimes, actually. Yeah. Okay. Inspirational quotes. Ugh. <laughs> wow. I do, I, get, then, I do get funny tweets and viral tweets sometimes. But... And then my third one, which is the only really specific one, and I think might because of neighbours, Kylie Minogue. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm not at all interested in Kylie Minogue. <laughs> Why I, uh, I put it to you, son, you can't get her out of your head. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, I am. I should be so lucky, I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's always just some fan being like, oh my gosh, can't believe it's 10 years since WoW was released. Or something. Like, like, can't you? <laughs> Anyway, yes, and I can, I can, uh, I can, I can ace this quiz, Simon. So what I'm going to do, Colin, is going to tell you the name of a re- of a reality dating show, and you okay. have to tell me what the concept is. Okay. You might know some of them already. Unlikely. Love is blind. Um, love is blind. Now I have come across this is on this is on Netflix, maybe. Um, but it's involving people who are dating uh, without having seen each other. I think. Maybe yeah. just doing it on social media and then finally meeting and like, hey, he does look pretty good. <laughs> They're in pods where they get to go and <laughs> occasionally right. go in the pod and hear someone and they can only meet each other if they get engaged. <laughs> <laughs> Is this segment going to depress me? <laughs> I should think so, yes. Okay. Too hot to handle. Um, now I did see this one as well. Um, this is where they're all on at some island somewhere, but they're not allowed to touch each other or indeed have sex. They are. Can you cope with forty days without sex? Mm. It's the premise After of the Ruben film Ruben Forty Days. Christian. <laughs> it's the premise of the film uh, Forty Days and Forty Nights. It is. I've not are seen you that the film. one. Are you the one? Mm. The only one from this list that I've actually watched. Okay. Um, this is where. 
okay people meet in a in a room with one person sat next to a wall okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and they have the like their little date and stuff um but of all the people uh, sitting next to the wall they're all siamese twins apart from <laughs> one person i think we and they have joined to... twins now sure <laughs> um and um the question is are they the, the one or are they conjoined <laughs> No, I did watch five series of this in about two weeks, <laughs> which wow. is nine nine men, nine women. Okay. Science has matched them up beforehand to find their perfect partner. Science? But science. <laughs> they gloss over exact <laughs> procedure. How that works. Then they're all put into a resort holiday thing together, but they don't know which one their perfect partner is. Right. Every Every evening or every whenever they do it, they have the light ceremony where they all pair up and then they told how many are correct, but not which ones are correct. Hmm. Will they find out which is the one? Yeah, yes, they usually do. <laughs> so, so they all pair exactly with one person there, do they? Yes, and quite often they fall desperately in love with someone else, and then they go, you know, they find out because every time you can check one couple, and they go and find out they're not perfect match, and they instantly break up because they have such <laughs> faith in science. <laughs> now, this. You're going to say this isn't fascinating, but you're wrong. Um, <laughs> oh, no. Some years ago, I, I was playing a game where you had to put things in order. And by this, yourself, was this? It was not by myself. No, this was, <laughs> was, was, was with some friends. Um, it was like, I don't know, order these subdies by height or something. Okay. And this is basically the same concept. Of you're trying to allocate things to the right buckets. Sure. The, the probability of getting none of these right tends as the as sample size gets larger to one over e i think that's absolutely fascinating our listeners may agree <laughs> that was a re- that was really that, i really thought that would go somewhere interesting i mean is that not incredible i mean i i was quite i was very pleased with myself <laughs> I, I, worked, I worked this out it took quite a while but uh but also i mean there's no reason to believe that would be the that's, that's just a phenomenal way in which uh Euler's constant Rocks up in uh, in fairly basic maths. Oh, yeah, that was incredible. Anyway, any more of these? <laughs> oh, so so many more. Yeah. Okay, keep keep them rolling. <laughs> I'll try and get I'll try and get mathematical references out of all of them. Don't think you have to. <laughs> um, Romeo and Juliet. Oh, this is this is this is the brainchild of David Bedil, isn't it? No, I don't know. I well, he tweets about it. Maybe it's either Bedil. I follow him on Twitter. Um, but I think it's people sing together and then fall in love. More or less. Some of these are currently on, some of these are not. This is currently on, I believe. Someone is at the top of a flight of stairs. Okay. And someone behind a just screen. Like in, come, just like in Romeo and Juliet. She's at a, literally at a Juliet balcony. I mean, um, why would you have a balcony at the top of some stairs? Well, because the stairs, are just, it's just a wheelie stairs around. There's nothing else at the top of the stairs. Oh, right. Okay. Right. Um, Someone behind a screen sings. They, she, or sometimes he, uh, who on the stairs, walks down. And if they get to the bottom of the stairs, then they've gone on a date with that person and learn a duet together. <laughs> but if they don't like it, they're like, oh, no. And then the person stops singing and, and the next person come, comes and sings. They go to the top of the stairs again. So the person at the bottom of the stairs is singing? Yes. Okay. Yes, it was created by Iva and David Baddiel. Uh, it's one of those things which has a brilliant title and everything else about it is terrible. It does seem to have come from the title, yes. Yeah. It does seem to be the, the base of this. What um, what you other uh, Shakespeare-inspired dating shows do you think there might be, Son, oh, Don't mind, fair. I haven't thought of any. But, sure, uh, sure, 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 sure. 
Um, let me think. Let me think. Um, like, got this. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Troilus and um, yes. Troilus and, and Cressida. Okay. The, uh, the, if you, um, yeah, it's basically you got a white person and a black person. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> let's 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 curtail that one. <laughs> um, the Merchant of. Uh, Venice, right? Less on wordplay. Stephen Merchant is in Venice trying to find trying to find a new girlfriend. Yes, Yes. mask pretending to be a gondolier. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. Um, The Merry Wives of Windsor, the late bar of Windsor. (laughs) No. Yes. she is looking for a wife. Okay. <laughs> maybe, um, maybe a man is looking for a wife amongst Barbara Windsor uh, imperson- impersonators. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, Richard the Third. One woman who's already been married to two people called Richard is trying right. to find a third husband called Richard. I like it. Henry the Fourth. <laughs> one woman is married. Yeah, and it's got like. Several sequels. Well, that <laughs> one's got two parts to that. I thought it was three parts. Was that six? This is six. Henry mm. six. Yeah. Um, it says uh, this, this could be the whole rest of the podcast at this rate. Okay, here's one time um, in which our friends from the Netherlands yes. uh, get very upset if they are not chosen to be uh, the partner. Uh, it's called okay. Dutch Do About Nothing. <laughs> Stars of Faulty Towers. Right. Yeah. <laughs> go, go to Nando's right. to find love. <laughs> Pericles. Call it nice. Perry, Perry Pericles, maybe. Uh, yep. <laughs> yep. I think we've been. <laughs> okay. One more time. Can we do one more? One more. Do you have one more? No, I don't. I don't okay. know why we did that. Okay, here we go, son. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> Uh, a, a woman uh, has to choose between a, a, a rolling selection of uh, <laughs> of Cliff Richard, <laughs> yes, Tom Jones. <laughs> okay, you see where I'm going with this? I actually don't. Ringo Starr, Paul McCartney, real singers, um, Mick Jagger, maybe. <laughs> okay. Anyway, th- what she doesn't know, Simon, is that she doesn't get to choose any one of her first eleven choices uh, because she gets to choose the twelfth night. Something there. <laughs> Very nice. Singing was a it was a red herring. It was a red herring. It's Mick Jagger um, night. Probably. I wouldn't I wouldn't have thought so. Hmm. Phone in. You might know this one already, but naked attraction. I imagine people are naked. <laughs> but how are they selecting their dates? Oh, because they see them from the waist down. They start at their feet and the screen yeah. gets higher and higher. Yeah, no, I was aware of that one, actually, yeah. They're obsessed with watching our goggle box. Uh, I felt so- it's, it's on Channel 4, isn't it? Yeah. It's the kind of thing that when people were getting very upset about Channel 4 moving out of public ownership, I was like, yeah, not, <laughs> not as bothered as you might, might feel. <laughs> I, feel I, I mean, Taskmaster, though. Um, Chains of Love. Ooh, Chains of Love. Okay. Um well, there's a few options here. It, it could be a, a very literal chain in that uh, people are actually chained up. Well, I feel it's probably not. Uh, it could be um, 
you people on a some sort of housing uh, chain, property chain. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'd um, say what's that? Um, Why is no one combining the dating show and the, the property show? Yeah. But again, I feel... Actually, they have know, in Room Raiders that I didn't include where they choose a date based on what their bedroom looks like. Okay. <laughs> um, but I think it's going to be you choose your prospective partner based on their jewellery collection. <laughs> Should have started with your first guess. Oh, wow. People volunteer to be chained to a stranger and see if they will fall in love. Chained? <laughs> wow. Got wow. two more. Chained. These are from good, a while good, ago. Good name, though. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I want to marry Harry. <laughs> um, I guess it's Meghan Markle. It's just a, it's just that Meghan Markle documentary. documentary. <laughs> so documentary. Um, what's this happening? Apparently for Netflix. I mean, I feel it's probably got to do something to Prince Harry. So it's probably Americans who want to marry uh, someone who is a who has a posh accent and is English. You're very close. A group of Americans, women, were fooled into believing that they were genuinely on a show competing for Prince Harry. <laughs> it was a Prince Harry lookalike. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, that's just mean. Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, it was a different time. Was it? Maybe, maybe, maybe 10 years ago. 2014. Yeah, different time. And finally, there's something about Miriam... Sorry, it was cancelled after only four episodes. Yeah. The last four episodes were never broadcast. <laughs> Did um, do you know if any of them ended up happily married to uh, Bachelor Matthew Hicks? I don't know, I'm afraid. Mm, aftermath. Did Nine months after, Hicks and winner Kimberly Birch were still in touch and planning to meet up. Oh, <laughs> oh juicy, <laughs> <laughs> juicy kachar. Um, sorry, is there something about Miriam? Yes. This has been such a great segment that I might do this next time. I feel like this is going to be um, something to do with someone pretending to be a woman, but is in fact a man. I, is, is, that, is that? Well, very close. Well, not very close, depending on, you know, right ballpark, in as much as they were competing for women, didn't know this until the final episode that she was trans. So. Yeah, I did come across that. My goodness. Yep. That was, you know, I think. At the time, controversial and since has become the watchword for how low reality dating shows got. The, the worst reality show I saw was, oh, and I didn't watch it, heard about, was called Who's Your Daddy? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it's not a dating show, thankfully. It is a show in which a woman went on knowing that one of the ten men in the house was her biological father. And they mm. all pretended to be her biological father. If the, if she guessed did the they, correct one, did they know? She... Yes. So wow. the, yeah. If any of the fake dads convinced her that they were the real dad, they won prize money. If she guessed the real dad, she and the dad, the real dad, got to split the prize money. Mm. I mean, I don't watch reality TV. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, apart from uh, Hunted, which I think is a great great show. Yeah. But I think I think that the whole subgenre of shows where people have been manipulated into believing dot 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 there's <laughs> probably a other than that great one where there's that crew that have been told they were going into space and they were just sitting in a uh, little <laughs> thing in a studio that was why is that why is that different it's just funny isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think it's a, it's a genre that you wouldn't really get anymore although having said that the most recent series of two hard to handle which is i believe only series two 
because Too Hot to Handle is already out there, they couldn't tell people they were going on a show called that. So they thought they were going on a show called, I don't know, Passion Island or something. Oh, did they not get told they couldn't have sex until they got there? Yeah, it's only when they revealed after one after the first evening that they were in fact on Too Hot to Handle, <laughs> and that was the premise. Wow. Hey, son, do you remember um, fifteen years ago when uh, when you got uh, got awarded your bachelor's degree? I do. That's nice. Do you remember mm. fifteen years ago when you got awarded your bachelor's degree? More or less. Um, <laughs> I'm intrigued to know if you remember the moment you discovered Zone when, or, uh, that you had got uh, a first class degree. This is quite a braggy section of the podcast. But we've <laughs> we've lost know. everyone before this far, anyway. So. <laughs> I remember it very well. So I, I, I don't remember the exact date, but I know that I was meant to get my results emailed to me on one day because they put them up. I don't know how many universities do this, but Oxford still puts all your results up on a board outside exam schools. Mm. Some people only find out if they either go and see that or if their friends send them photos or find out for them uh the college i was at or at least the subject i was at my tutor emailed everyone but the, we actually got emailed the day before we, we thought we'd get the results so i wasn't ready for them i was just checking my email um and saw it and screamed with happiness mm. and then dad came home and i went and told him because i wasn't really expect well because i'd gone, gone into my exams with that having any of my coursework marked, didn't know at all what the likelihood of me getting a first mm. was. Whereas you knew that unless you got minus marks in your final exams, you are going to get a first more or less, didn't you? Mm, well, no, I, I needed to get a first in those exams. I think, I think, so So the way the work did it in the three-year course was it was a 10-30-60 split, but I, I've got a vague feeling that you couldn't get a first without getting a first in a whole bunch of things in the, the third year from yeah, regulation. Yeah. And, and, I had yeah, I had some exams early in the year, so I think I was on a pretty good track for it. But um, no, I remember. I remember. Uh, was it, I, don't, I don't know if I, I don't remember if I was there when you got that. I don't remember that, but maybe I was. I, I, th- I mean, you were in the probably, house, but probably, I don't think I, I would have you in the room. But mm, I don't think so. Uh, yeah, because I, I, I to, my my tutor at the time, Peter, Peter Topping, a man that I don't think I'd ever I maybe met once before that because he he only subbed in to be my tutor quite late in the day. Um, he uh, he told me my score, and I, I, I my head dropped in relief, which I think he took to be disappointment. <laughs> um, it is in person. Mm, yeah. So the way, so you could just pick them up from the. Uh, they were published outside, or well, published in in the centre, but they, that was only later. So if you want to get them earlier, you went in and got them in person. Yeah, mm, I'd forgotten that. So uh, that morning, I'd uh, spent the day with, or the morning with uh, my friend Ben, whose birthday it was. In fact, it turned out, hmm. uh, and we did. Happy birthday, Ben! Hmm, we did uh, all the daily crosswords. We had intention to do something with them, with the answer thing, but we never got around to doing that. And then, uh, yeah, slept off. To, and you thought, uh, and you thought, and you thought you were disappointed with your first. He thought I was disappointed. I was like, no, no, I'm not disappointed. And then he said, "Do you want to do the four-year course?" And I was like, "It's a bit late now," because <laughs> it's like. <laughs> results day of the third year <laughs> and i have a job, job lined up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then i went to look up some results from my friends christine and anthony who couldn't be there so we didn't have i don't think we had a kind of email, results email to you or maybe if we did it was much later i don't know but uh yeah we had to go and pick them up from the um from the places and, and i just remember my friend rich was picking up christine's design fat and had got he thought she'd got a higher result than she had and was about to call her when I checked it and he's like no she, no, she didn't so fortunately I got there in time to, to stop that oh, gosh. Yeah. I do remember when I got my master's results 
yeah. because I got that emailed to me as well, and I needed to get seventy to be allowed onto the default, mm. and I and I got sixty nine. Mm. So that was quite sad. So then I emailed my tutor saying, is there any chance that I'll still be allowed onto the default? And she replied saying, how do you know your results yet? You shouldn't know them. All right. And I <laughs> said, the English faculty emailed them to me. <laughs> it was a sad day. But then they let me do it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> your boy's a doctor. <laughs> they yes. didn't care as long as you gave money. <laughs> I mean, I, I assume that if you got like 12, they would have probably <laughs> dissuaded you. Probably. Six, yeah. 69. Wow. Well, I only got 68.5 from a first, I think. I'm well aware. <laughs> What's it well now? Aware. Are you? <laughs> Maybe yeah, you know I got, better than uh, me. I, I, did get, I did do better than you. Sorry. <laughs> I, remember, I said remembered better than me. Oh, sorry. Right. <laughs> I'm well aware you did better than me. Although, you know. Hmm? I mean. Hmm? <laughs> it's, I mean, one of us has got a course it? that universities are, are junking because it because the uh, people doing it don't get well-paid jobs. I mean, I don't think Oxford is getting rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> no, first, I'm not in favour of that uh, that approach. I think it is the duty sign of men like me to support the uh, the idle whims of people like you. So you're going to give me money? <laughs> I mean, yes, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> cool. <laughs> Great. So you're literally just saying that now? You... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cool. I'll, take, I'll take money. <laughs> I'll write. I'll write you a cheque. <laughs> I mean, I know that my plan was to rely on you financially for the rest of my life, mm. but I didn't know you were on board. No, I mean, I, well, I was really, really referring more to the, the tax system. Thank rather, you. Rather <laughs> setting up a subscription service to you. <laughs> I'll take a cinnamon roll, please. Ooh, cinnamon roll would be nice right now. I'll have a cinnamon roll. Maybe I will have a cinnamon roll. <laughs> and maybe you won't. I probably won't. I, I won't do that because I don't eat between meals, Simon, and it's, uh, it's well past my, uh, my last meal of the day. I see. To maintain our foodie topic, I have been trying to uh, eat my evening meal late, uh, slightly earlier because I'm told that's good. Also, I get hungry. <laughs> I, told you, I mean, how early are you talking? 3.30? Sometimes I've done it uh, about quarter past four, something like that. Just, uh, that's that's too early, man. It's very early, but you know, they say that if you uh, eat all your meals in a sh- shorter time period, then uh, it's good for you or something. Well, you're already really skinny. You don't need to I'm not, Simon. I'm that. not. I've been eating yeah, far too are. much. And also... 4.15 is like literally absurd. Mm. It's, literally, it's literally the theatre of the absurd. I'd pay money to go and watch UNESCO's version of that. Would you pay, you, UNESCO? Wow, okay. Um, would you pay money to watch me food at 4.15? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no way. Once it was recorded and you watched it later. <laughs> <laughs> no, that would lose the impact, I think. All right, okay. I mean, yes, I mean, it I does mean lunch. I get quite quite hungry by this point. Well, of course it does. It's about <laughs> twelve hours ago. I mean, today I didn't eat at four fifteen. Although I think I I started eating before five. Come for the comedy. <laughs> Stay for Colin telling you what time he may or may not have eaten food. <laughs> and I had some raisins, Simon. <laughs> some raisins after my soup. I didn't mm. think you liked raisins. I do like raisins. Was your whole dinner soup? Bit of bread, bit of soup, some raisins. Mm. starvation rations because oh, I all that cake I ate yesterday <laughs> <laughs> well since you asked I had roasted butternut squash broccoli, pepper, red onion um, and with with some tortellini uh, not, sorry, 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 no not, not tortellini with, with every in. podcast and I think we, we, we can't get any worse <laughs> Taliatelli. let me find bold new depths <laughs> 
Bodney Derb's a new dating show. <laughs> in which bald people find love while scuba diving. I'd watch it. Yeah. <laughs> would you? No, but I might take part in it. <laughs> yeah, no, fair. I mean, would you? <laughs> no, no, no. Both those things aren't true. Uh, I don't think uh, scuba diving holds no fascination for me, son. I'd be actively terrified. A lot of people love scuba diving. They speak very highly of it. They say it's a life-changing experience. But um, What people? <laughs> loads of people. You obviously move in fancier circles than me. Mm, they do some scuba diving training and they're like, yeah, no, it was great. I got to see some fish. I don't know. I just, I don't trust anything that deep. Scuba diving is not very deep. Mm, but just, I don't trust the sea. No, I mean, you shouldn't trust the sea, son. No, you shouldn't. It's very... It's like, What's the so... uh, the smallest amount of water? Sorry, the largest amount of water that you would trust? Would you mm, trust a canal? That's a great question. <laughs> yes, it's more, it's more It's more. about depth than breadth for me. Would you trust a deep canal? So, no. <laughs> I mean, I mean, how, how deep? Uh, three metres. <laughs> no, I, want to, I, I think I'd only trust bodies of water that I could stand up in. Okay, once if they're moving so fast that you can't sign up in them. Oh, I still trust them, that's fine. At least okay. I'm being honest. <laughs> <laughs> so I I've started watching Staff Let's Flats a lot, and there was a line in it that makes me really laugh every time I think about it, which I think probably isn't very funny. But there's someone who's going to put out... <laughs> Sorry, one second. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> she, she's putting out um, for sale signs. She gets back and they're like, well, thanks for putting out all the signs. And she says, well, I had to sling most of them in the canal. And I just think that was really funny. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Um, <laughs> Reminiscent of my long-term promise that uh, when you perish, I'll be uh, taking all your books down to the river. That's true. There's something about sling and canal that's make that perfect. Mm. Similarly, I really overcome with emotion, laughter rather, when I remember that the show called Big, I think it's called Big Heads, where people have to put on like costumes, enormous head costumes of celebrities, and then basically like run through obstacle courses. <laughs> so you'd see like someone wearing a four foot head of, or maybe a three foot head of Benedict Cumberbatch, like falling over a treadmill. <laughs> it was brilliant. Hmm. Supposed to get sure. a humor. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. Jolly good. Yeah. Jolly good. Anything more on the foodie theme that you want to bring up? Mm. <laughs> Nothing springs immediately to mind. Yes, actually, if you if oh, you extend oh. it to drink, son, I could rhapsodize about my hot water tap. Oh, please do! It's I mean, yes, go revolutionized for it. my life. So I, uh, I can I can make a cup of tea in seconds flat. Just hold that hot button down. No sitting around boiling the kettle. This is environmentally sound. It saves me money in these heady days of the cost of living. It, uh, it speeds things up. It's uh, it's it's win win win. I mean, it does I, sound great. I recommend every person gets one. Son, it's got uh, it's got cold water, it's got hot water, it's got boiling water, it's got min not mineral water, filtered, filtered? water, filtered water. So, I mean, like the we had them in my office, and it was great. Mm, it is great. It is great. Yeah. Didn't fill as much time as we thought that segment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's tap segment? No. Well, we could, we could. Uh, what else would you want to come out of a tap? Okay, I like this because I, I wouldn't want. I mean, I love a cup of tea, but I wouldn't trust tea that came out of a tap. I think it no, would no, be no, no. stagnant, wouldn't it? Well, not stagnant. It would be fetid. Fetid, sure. Okay. Uh, what does tea uh, do when you leave it in a stew? It'd be stewed. Yeah. 
Uh, Angel um, Delight. Would you want Angel Delight? Out of the <laughs> Ooh, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I think that'd be disgusting. But I don't know why. I don't know. I think that'd be all right. I'd take that. Licorice? Okay. Okay. More, getting more solid. Like yeah. Cut it's, it's like a tube, and then you like, yeah, just snap and eat. Mm, I don't like licorice, but um, if you're talking about like a, a marshmallow or something. <laughs> I can't eat marshmallow, so you never have to have one eat. Okay. <laughs> Um, but yeah, liquids uh, syrup. Like, sure, I mean, I think a, you can get like a, a maple syrup tap. Maple syrup taps. I think that's how they get out of trees, isn't it? Out of trees, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, that'd be nice. Like uh, ginger beer, probably. Yes. Yes, I've had tap, I've had ginger beer from the tap in a pub. It's great. Love it. Uh, world yeah. peace, maybe. You want world peace out of a tap? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm not going to force it. Hey, yeah, I was hey! waiting. I was, I was Oy! working. I was working up that joke. <laughs> I thought, no, that wouldn't work in this situation. I'll, I'll wait till later. No, that was pretty good, to actually. I'm I see that you did force it. Uh, I'm actually brilliant. <laughs> right. It's actually a blessing and a curse. You're brilliant. Yeah. My brilliance. It's a real burden, actually, because... Mm, you're I right. mean, I, I was starting that jokingly, but I do find... Okay. As someone... <laughs> <laughs> As I mean, someone come who's for Simon, hearing... come, come for us breaking about our degrees, stay for us <laughs> breaking about our hilarity. As a funny person, right? I do funny so much... looking. Got him. Got him. <laughs> you know, right? I have let myself go. Um, but just, <laughs> uh, I do find the pressure, the pressure, never more so than when I used to have hang out in the in the canteen at the Bodleian. Where I'd been, you know, quipping and witty at a tea break, and and someone said, "Oh, you're going to be out at lunch." I was like, "Yeah." It's like, "Oh, good. I could do with a laugh today." I was silent throughout that lunch hour. <laughs> it was like, mm. "I can't cope with this." Yes, I'm funny. Yes, I'm a hoot. Right. Yes, <laughs> that that's actually all I can say. <laughs> okay, it's no follow up there. Yeah, no. Just confirming. Hmm. I love you very much. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, you are very funny. Um, and although I did. I, and again, this is a story you tell really rather than me, but I did enjoy when we both did farewell speeches at, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> at our church in Somerset and someone came up to you and said, yeah, your brother's very funny, but you're very different people, aren't you? <laughs> yes, thanks, Dave. Thanks, Davey boy. But yeah, it works better when you tell our story rather than Yeah, no, it sounds terrible for me. <laughs> you seem like a terrible person, no offence. Um, no. <laughs> it's funny. It's not my best work. What is my best work right then? What's the funniest you think I've been? Uh, <laughs> if right I had in. to pick one moment, <laughs> yes, I'd say it was. Um, yes. I mean, that time that you told me that vegetarian burger was better than a, a, a meat burger. That was funny. That was a really it's good funny. burger. I saw the guy who runs that pub the other day in a different restaurant. And a fun story. <laughs> <laughs> Another classic. He recognised me. He said Simon. It's my name. I've got a. Uh, I've got an improv show tomorrow night. Speaking of pressure to be funny, okay. But they generally tell us in, in the world of narrative improv that you shouldn't try to be funny. It'll just come naturally. Like, oh, you're really good. Then. Don't, 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 meow, for- meow, don't, yeah. um, don't force meow. the jokes. <laughs> Speaking of forcing the jokes, um, you're saying meow a lot. <laughs> I was saying meow. Yeah. Okay. Um. What do you want to hear a little joke? Um, do you want to hear a little joke? Yes, I don't. I don't, I don't hear a little joke. <laughs> what do we want? Really fast cars. When do we want them? Meow. Mm, that was funny. 
<laughs> I didn't make it up. I really no. it tickled me. Yeah, so this, quite... this restaurant that I was in where this event happened the other day. This is the story I might have told. Which event is this, sorry? <laughs> the guy from the pub recognizing me. Oh right, sorry, yes. <laughs> yes. Event is a strong word. <laughs> okay, yeah. Sure. Uh, I often go there with my friend Marley, one of our two listeners. Hi Marley. Hey Marley. Hey Marley. So we often go together to <laughs> we often go together to this restaurant. Um Indo-Chinese, and uh, one time I went there with some, a different friend, and the next day, Marley went there with a different friend. And the waitress came over to her and said, we saw your boyfriend in here yesterday. Or, <laughs> or is it your cousin? As <laughs> <laughs> though those were the they only possible the options. options. <laughs> um, and Marley did say that she wished later to tell you, oh no, both, <laughs> which would have been great. Mm. So yeah. now if we're ever meeting up with uh, just, uh, just us and not our other friends, we refer to it as a cousin date. I um <laughs> fine. Of course you do. I used to go to with my friend Pete to um, a Chinese place called the Rice Box in Bristol, which sadly has closed down. Um, and I hadn't realised how often we went there until I went there once just to get take away myself uh, for lunch. And she said, "Where's your friend?" And, uh, yeah, I guess we do always come here. But they did Maybe a very you, nice, you might very have struck nice us as the sort of person who only had one friend. Yeah, for <laughs> probably. Were you on your own that second time? Do you think? Oh, yeah, I was on my own. But uh, I had a very yeah. nice um, pork balls with rice. Oh, I really missed that place, actually. Just thinking about it. That was delicious. Nice nice continuation of the food theme. We've really brought mm. it in all over the place. Mm, you know, we've... Uh, place, we've... little food joke there as well. If you count eating fish as food. Do I count eating? Yes. No, it is food. I think even vegetarians agree on that, right? Well... No? Well... No. <laughs> For cats, maybe. Right. I mean, it's... It's difficult for a man who doesn't think that a bakery is a shop to understand. What do you, think? <laughs> you agreed with me earlier about my conclusions on that. Mm. <laughs> In the moment of weakness, I, <laughs> I no doubt did. I love baked goods. <laughs> it's just something to know about me. <laughs> you know what I say? Love a tombola. Really? I love a tombola. Yeah. Tombolas are terrible. What? <laughs> I can't believe this late in the episode. We've got to the we've got to the really juicy stuff. Yeah, this is, this is the, the special prize for anyone who stuck around this long. <laughs> it's really the, the cinnamon in the world. So, um, so tomboilers. Yeah. I've only ever done it at village fates, and you you give them a pound, and you pick out a ticket, and it's like if it ends in a five or zero. This seems to how they usually work, but maybe yeah. that's just yeah. Yeah, I think it's. Then you get uh, you get something that you would not have paid a pound for. <laughs> yeah. Just on a store. Yeah, and I love it. What do <laughs> you possibly love about that? It's like playing the lottery, and your chances of winning are like one in five. Right. And it's just the thrill of winning, and who cares if you get a jar of pickled onions? You're like, I've won. When was the last I've time won you the, played a won the lottery. <laughs> when was the last time you played a, a tombola? Village Fate last year. Really? Wow. Okay, I mean, I've not played one since... Definitely a fate, I imagine, when we were like 15 or something. Freaking love a tombola. It's so exciting. It's better than a raffle because then your chances of winning are much lower. Basically, I don't care what I actually win. I want to win something. Right. And you well, get, your chances well, of winning. Then it's, then it's really exciting because you get thinking, like, because often they're not in order. So, you know, like, I've got two on five. I know, so I know I've won something. But what is it? Is it going to be this, like, bottle of wine? Is it going to be this jigsaw? You know, it's like you're looking for it. And then you're like, oh, it's this bar of soap. Cool. Sure. I don't want that. I mean, you, but can it's re- a, you can guarantee a hundred percent chance of winning by going to a shop. <laughs> That's not no. the same. I mean, it, it would be cool if you could just go to the shop and be like, "Here's my pound. Give me 
I, I don't know what I'm going to get. Just pick out a ticket and give me anything in the shop. I'd love that. That'd be so good. Four times out of five, you're not getting anything for this. Is that the idea? Well, you, no, well, no you just said that I could just make it five. I see, out of five. If I do so, that. I mean, okay. I'd, but, I, but I do it. I probably do it in the four out of five. But if, uh, what you're describing is a tombola shop. So the average worth of a thing you win on a tombola is mm. probably what two quid, maybe. Less, so I'd say, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So maybe like forty-eight pence. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, I mean, the worth to you is really cool, but let's say if you if you actually wanted a, a jar of onions, <laughs> you might okay. be prepared to pay two quid for it. Sure. Okay. So in this scenario in the shop, the average worth of something in Sainsbury's say is quite a lot more, I'd have thought, than that. So you're probably having know. to part with a tenner or something. To, uh, well, no, I think the average worth of thing in Sainsbury's probably maybe. is about two pounds. Um, okay. Because you might just get like a single cherry tomato. But if you're guaranteeing getting something, you're going to have to be paying a tenner here, at least, surely. I'll no, okay. I'll pay a fiver. <laughs> and to guarantee getting something, anything yeah. in the shop. Okay. Yeah, I think it'll be really exciting because you're like, oh, darn it! I got, you know, a pack of dog food, a tin of tin of meat paste, <laughs> tin of meat paste, or we could get some tiger bread. <laughs> I mean. You could just buy some tiger bread, I guess. Wouldn't that be great if you're like you're doing your wiki shop and you just give them hundred pounds <laughs> and get twenty things? <laughs> That'd be awful. <laughs> I should open a shop. I mean, it, <laughs> I think people might game the system. <laughs> well, it'd be a very honest shop. Mm. It's important. Would you do this with other things like go to the cinema and just like pay them some money and like get randomly allocated a cinema ticket, or was that just not enough variety? No, I think because like, you just know you're going to go to a film and you know whether you like a film or not. Whereas it's like stuff in a shop, it's just anything, isn't it? I wonder if there's like a one in a hundred chance that they're going to like stab you in the neck. No, I wouldn't do that then. <laughs> Why would there be that? <laughs> I don't know. I would say, I mean, I'm not a lawyer per se, but I think <laughs> it'd be hard to get that cleared. <laughs> okay, I wonder if there's one hundred chance they're going to take your shoes. <laughs> Why is there a penalty? <laughs> I'm just saying there might be a, there might be a bad thing in amongst the good stuff. Why though? <laughs> I'm just saying what if? <laughs> There's plenty of bad things, all the things I don't want in the shop. But those are more neutral. You can just throw them out, can't you? What's I mean, sure. Thing? Okay, if there's a 100 chance I'll take my shoes, I'd still be up for it. Because <laughs> okay. then I might win my shoes back. So you think your sho- I mean, they're not putting your shoes in the shop. No one's going to want to buy your old... <laughs> well, again, that's the matter what people are going to want to buy. Exactly, it's all- yeah. <laughs> on- it's like okay. a pawn shop, like an involuntary pawn shop, P-A-W-N, yeah. and supermarket. And then maybe there's like one, like in the whole shop, there's one like big price, like a big holiday or something. Yeah. I mean, you're describing basically scratch cards, aren't you? With those things where it's like send off. Scratch cards, but you definitely get something. But they, they they had those things, didn't they? It's like you definitely won one of these prizes, and you just get a piece of string. Yeah, but this you actually get, you know, maybe a packet of macaroni. Right. <laughs> maybe string. I guess they sell string in supermarket. <laughs> I guess they do. I guess they do. <laughs> well, that's this has been putting This is our least. Um, at least pre- prepared one. At least I. I prepared more than usual, actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> Bye.